relationships are always the key to everything. Yeah. But most people do surface level relationships. Mm -hmm. Most people go, oh, I'm cool. Here's, here's my business card. Oh, what's up? Like, that's not how you get affiliates to promote because you're going to have there's three. I would say there's two or three levels of affiliates. You have the people that they might have an audience or they're just starting off. But majority of your revenue, how you attract the I call them high level affiliates who make up. They may be 10 percent, but they make up 90 percent of the revenue, 80 percent of the revenue doing any launch. How you attract those people are number one, you have to be consistent with your product. People have to know you for something. They have to know, like I know y'all. I know Ash. Ash is always promoting books, right? I know you're always talking about life insurance, real estate. I know y'all, like this is what y'all known for. So you can't be a tax due one year and then in real estate the next year. <laughs>
you know, young mind. I'm like, what, what, what am I looking for? Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't see it. He like, well, look on the sales floor. You see a bunch of lazy people sitting mm. there and there's opportunity coming through the door. Mm. He said, how many customers that came in the door, but they waiting on the ones to be handed to them. Mm. But what about the opportunity? Mm. Ooh, that's and he good. said, if I can, and I think I was 22 at the time. And he was like, listen, I could tell you something because at the time they was paying commission. Now, I had, again, this is like one of my first kind of sales jobs, yeah, yeah. right? So he was like, listen, if you were to master the art of selling and you got really, really good at selling, your life will never be the same. You wouldn't have to have a college degree because remember, I didn't go to college. Mm. So I, I skipped college and it was just like, I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. So I said, okay, let me take advantage. He said, just tell you, I'm going to do, like, do what I tell you to do. Mm-hmm. So I go out there person come in, I start building relationship with them, building a relationship with them. And even just, even if they weren't buying nothing, it was just like, hey, what do you do about their kids? Like asking them all these questions, right? And so from there, I started seeing people going, well, tell me about more the services. Oh, I was going to add a cell phone to my kids plan back in, in, in December, but I'm going to upgrade now. So the numbers start going through the roof. And I, I remember I got that first commission check. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, Whoo! Yeah, like that was the yeah. first amount of money I had ever seen. How much was it? It was about six thousand oh, yeah. dollars. But you now, made fifteen thousand. No, I had no college degree, so right. for me, I'm that's like, great money. That's six thousand yeah, dollars. Now they great. took about half of the drink because I ain't had no kids, right? Mm-hmm. But at the time, I was like, man, like if I did more of this, what would what would happen, mm-hmm. right? So I start studying. I start. I never even knew you could study books. I start mm-hmm. studying. Books like by Zig Ziglar. Y'all remember Zig Ziglar? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. OG. Old school, OG, 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 OG. sales pioneer, yeah, right? Yeah. I was studying the yo, Zig Ziglar. Oh, yo, that's yo, back. Zig is Everybody a lot of talking about the new sales Zig. people, but right. you're talking about Zig Ziglar, yep. the Tom Hopkins. Yep, yep, yep. Right? Yeah. Remember Tom Hopkins in the 80s? Yep. Right? The sales in the 80s, Tom Hopkins, um, just everybody, right? Brian, um, oh, I can't remember my guy's name. Brian, um, he, he was also a sales trainer, but anyway, like just studying the psychology and every single time it started going up and going up. And there was this dude who used to come into the cell phone shop. And so I remember I broke about $10,000 in one month mm. in, in commissions. Mm. And then that's when um, I was like, he was like, yeah, yeah, man, you know, you a good salesperson. You gonna make a lot of money. And so he was like, why are you looking sad though? Mm. And I said, um, Man, the government took 50% of my check. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> there you go. FICA. FICA. Right? I don't know who she is, but she gets us off the top. <laughs> That's right. Look, she came in off the top. Off the top. took 50% of my earnings. Sheesh. Right. And so even though I was excited, I was kind of sad, but he, he introduced me to something that changed my life. Mm. And because there was no entrepreneurs in my family at all. Mm. None of them existed. So we didn't even never talk about money. We didn't talk about entrepreneurship. None of that existed. And so this guy came in and planted a seed in me. He, he tells me something that really changed my life, right? He was like, well, if you had a business and you were able to write off the expenses from your paycheck, you would actually take more of your money home. Mm. And I was like, no, nah, but I don't, I'm not a business owner. I'm not mm. an entrepreneur. Right. Mm. He was like, no, no, no. You just got to understand the tax codes and how they work. Mm-hmm. But if you were just to incorporate your business, mm. and it's a bar for people who work a nine to five that really, yeah. that completely changed my life. He was like, no, 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 just incorporate. You still have a few years to take losses and really figure out your business idea. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was like, I went to my, went to my, um, you know, CPA at the time and I got a CPA and I was like, yo, I need to, 
they taking fifty percent mm-hmm. of everything. Mm-hmm. So I need to figure out a system. He was like, she was like, okay, okay, let's let's incorporate. So my next, so at the end of the year, I probably got back about seventy percent of that money. Wow. Mm. So I was, I actually can say like, yo, I made six figures wow. from selling. Wow. And so I went back to him. He came back in. I said, if that dude knows that, mm-hmm. I can only imagine what else he, because I didn't even ask him what he did, right? And I was mm-hmm. like, so, so what do you do? And he said, hey, man, um, I sell on the internet. Mm. And so I was like, oh, this dude's a drug dealer. Yeah, like, he yeah, pushing yeah. weight on me. Because <laughs> it's, right. it's 2007. I'm right, like, right. nobody's selling on right. the internet. I don't right. know anybody that has said I've made a successful career yeah. out of selling on the internet. Yeah. So I'm like, this dude pushing weight. He's selling drugs online. But I, you know, I kept him open mind. He said, um, no, I sell, I sell digital products on the internet. Mm. 2000, like, can you imagine? Like, now it's kind oh, of, yeah. you've heard no, of it. Oh, 100%. But yeah. in 2008, you there was. ahead of the curve. I was, yeah. I was, I, that, that was the first time I had heard anything like that. He was like, yeah, yeah I sell online. It's something new. I sell these things called ebooks because courses didn't exist. Coaching didn't exist. Yep. It was just like, you either sold, you mostly sold ebooks. Yeah. Because video was just real, real rough at rough, the time. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So that was kind of like the seed that opened up the door. And he invited me to this thing called a seminar. Mm. And I was like, what's that? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I was really naive. Like, people yeah. don't know. Like, yeah. they don't know the opportunities they have, especially oh like God. Path to Prosperity yeah. Conference. Like, we be questioning these things. Of like, yeah. should I come to these? Like, I be telling people, man, you living in one of the greatest times in yeah. history. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I, re- I remember. What's the joint called? You remember uh, Storm Annex? The, lo- the some Annex. It's like real Robert estate Kier- conference. Yeah, but it was like yeah, yeah. Robert, Robert Kiyosaki. Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm talking yeah. about like around that time he talking. Yeah. Like the only people that was doing these seminars were like big name people. Yeah, right. He was doing them at the, the learning thing. annex. Y'all, the learning, learning annex. Yes. Learning yo, the annex. learning yeah. annex. I like you know from New York. You was going to those. You yo, yo, like 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 the first one I went to was and here's here's the kicker. It was Robert Kiyosaki, but he wasn't there. It was like a rich dad. It was a rich dad event. Right. They were just licensing. His they were just licensing his name, yeah. and that's it. Though, like, it wasn't. It wasn't normal for people like us, entrepreneurs, pe- business people, to do seminars. It yeah. was like it was like these big companies. They they would be in newspapers, right? Mm-hmm. They, they were like like newspaper. I remember learning annex. You had to go in the back of the, of the newspaper, and you would see like yo these seminars. Um, even online was a uh, ClickBank. You remember ClickBank? That's what. Oh, that, wow. hey, that's what I was gonna ClickBank. tell you. That was Yo. the first time actually I had I had realized this dude was selling eBooks on ClickBank mm. in 2008. Mm. So I didn't even know what that was. And he was like, he was. That's what happened. He was like, Yo, I got this seminar that we're hosting with some friends. And I was like, Seminar? What? Like you gotta have a college degree to go to mm. one of these mm-hmm. choices? Like that's how naive I was. I didn't know you could pay some money yeah. to go to a seminar. So like we think we think this stuff is common. Like I even had to tell my students and people that work with me, I'm like, listen, you're a part of the one percent of people that's, you don't even know. It. Right. So right. you think you you you're judging your success based off of I haven't made seven figures or eight figures like I see the Instagram influencers yeah. doing. I said that's not the barometer that's of not, success though. Yeah. The barometer of success is that you have, like, literally, you're sitting in a room with successful people learning. Yes. Right? Yeah. So, I, so, so I asked the guy, like, what did he say? He said, oh, I sell on this, this platform called ClickBank. Mm. He said, I also make other streams of revenue from a, something called affiliate marketing. Mm. Mm. I was like, what's that? He said, oh, I get a check every time I sell somebody else's product. Mm. Now, can you imagine hearing Yo. this in 2008? Yo. Like, no, I wish, the only thing, I, if I go back in the hands of time, and grab myself by the neck yeah. and be like, 
bro. Go all take, in. go all in. Right. Like it's yeah. 2008. You would, you would be, you would probably have made. I would probably made a hundred million dollars if I would have just did it. But you know, God don't make mistakes. Right. So you know that's, what I'm saying. It plan. was. I had to. I had to overcome my employee mindset at the time. So I'm in this seminar, and I'm sitting there. And you know, everybody's talk. Everybody's you know they selling real estate, selling re real estate courses. Everybody's selling their stuff. Yeah. And so nothing really hit me. So I'm sitting there. You know, I'm 20 something by myself. I'm in my my thrift store outfit. You know, I had to go. I, I had to go. You know, clean up with yeah, the yeah, with yeah. the with yeah. the uh, with the nice you know peach colored shirt. Yep. And um, I'm sitting there with my head down. I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm getting bored. You know, I ain't used to hitting this stuff. And then this dude came on stage. The dude that showed me, he was like, he said, listen to me. I just want y'all to get this. If y'all can get this right now to change your life. He said, I want y'all to picture 10 years from now, mm. life is going to be different. Like people are going to be buying from Australia, Germany, mm. London, Spain, Africa. Wow. The world's going to be different. The GDPs of these countries are going to be different. People yeah. are going to have wealth that they can spend. And there's going to be peer-to-peer -peer education where it's not just going to be about the school system, but we're actually going to be able to sell to each other our knowledge of what we've done. Mm. And I want y'all to picture that. And if you get that, that's going to change your life. Mm. And I call this the side hair moment. Mm. You know, we all have it, right? You know, when one of y'all say something, you know, I say something, you go, man, that's a bar. Or right. man, that's, that's amazing. Right. That was my side hair moment. Mm. And from there, I was just like... I, I knew I was looking crazy because I was pointing in the room and nobody was there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I, 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 I got it. Like, yes. yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I, but I was like, but in it, it, seriousness, I was like, man, that's, that's the 10 year thing that I was looking for. Yeah. That's it. That's my moment. Yeah. And it came in that moment, man. And I just decided to go all in. My family thought I was absolutely bonkers because mm, yeah. I, I, I end up, not accepting this job offer to pay me forty thousand dollars a year. Yeah, my mom thought I was losing. That was a lot of money yeah, at the time. Nice. I didn't. Yeah. I, and so um, I decided in that moment. I went up to my man. And I said, "Hey, listen, I got an opportunity for you. Mm. I want to mentor under you, but you really don't have to pay me hardly anything because I just want to learn from you." And yeah. I didn't know I was doing at the right. time. But he was like, okay, really, you know, like, I'll pay you a little bit, but it's not going to be a lot. Da, da, da. So I got to go tell my moms that I'm getting paid under the table, right? Mm. And I don't have uh, now a, a steady job income. Right. So that was just kind of the start of what became what I call my destiny mm. moment. Mm. But that so I, I don't want y'all to miss that because that's important. So yeah. you, had, you took the opportunity to value long-term gain more than what you could have accomplished in the short, short term. term. Yeah. Mm. So you decrease so that you can increase. Correct. And you, you saw the value of mentorship more than the value of money because Absolutely. the mentorship led to the money. Mm. Absolutely. So I, think a lot of, I think a lot of people, I, I also did that with Maestro too. Mm. I've done it in multiple areas. I had no tech experience when it comes well, to- Well, you gotta let people know what is yeah, Maestro. What is, so Maestro is an is a all-in-one video platform. Mm. Uh, we just launched 2.0 at the two years of development. Shout out to the Maestro game, Maestro team. We built that. Uh, we started it back in 2016. Well, give a little bit more because, I mean, I know, because we got to remember, like, not everybody on here is, like, knows what the course is and the tech and Absolutely. all of that. They yeah, want to yeah, get yeah. into the tech. So, um, mm -hmm. so comparable to a Thinkific or a Kajabi, yeah. but what's really different? So, so tell people, like, 
what would they be able to do with a maestro platform? Yeah, yeah. So you could take it. It's like a knowledge currency platform, right? Mm, right. So anybody from all walks of life, mostly creators, yeah. right? We, we classify anybody as a creator who you can pick up your phone and start filming the video. You're yeah. a creator, right? So you could take that and you can start selling uh, membership programs where you can get paid every single month, you know, mm. like Patreon, right? Like people on YouTube. They take their knowledge, right? And then they go, hey, join my Patreon. You can also build communities. It ain't just got to be knowledge. People just sometimes just want to pay to get access to your community just to be a part of behind-the-scenes content like this. Mm. Um, so there's many, many different ways. But the thing I love about it is that there's many ways to make money. Mm. There's, like I say, the community aspect. You build a community. You go online and you just... Do podcasts like this. People go, yeah, I want to be a part of your community and you're just doing behind the scenes stuff. There's other ways like affiliate income where you can say, hey, I recommend this product, but you're building your community. But the biggest thing, the biggest opportunity is you can sell courses where you're just selling your videos and your knowledge and your membership, which is what I love these days, which is memberships where you get paid yeah. every single month mm. for that. So our platform, what it allows you to do is to manage all the different moving parts of an internet business, mm. right? Which is like, Taking your payment, your email, building your community, protecting your content. Because so many people who are just starting off, they think, oh, I just throw this in a YouTube channel or private, privatize it. That's not what you want to do. You want to put it in a portal where people can log in and they can watch the content. They can know how much content they've been through. But there's also different moving pieces for that as well. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So <clears throat> what happened is, is how I got started with Maestro back in 2016 is I had kind of in the journey moment, I had identified this skill set. Because I tell people, man, if you could latch on to one or two really, like, core skills, because we try to learn so much mm -hmm. at one time. We want real estate, stocks, investment. What I realized, I was like, if I could just master, like, one or two skill sets over a period of a couple of years, I'm still learning other things, but right. if I could just master this one or two skill set, it would change my life. Right. I identified that as, okay, because I wasn't being, I'm being transparent, right? Even though, you know, I went to go work for this dude, I didn't really make any money for like three years, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I was I was burning through cash. I was like, because I thought, oh, the sky was about to part. I was about to make, I was about to get to the bag, right? Right, right, right. But that didn't happen, right? Yeah. And then my man fell out with his partner. So mm -hmm. we have these challenges. My man fell out with his partner. So they end up partners. So now I'm alone. I'm like, I got to figure this internet mm -hmm. thing out. But I had got enough knowledge. I was like, I could try to do this on my own. But it didn't happen for a couple years. And so fast forward, I was doing something called copywriting, mm -hmm. right? If anybody know what copywriting is, it's the art of persuading people to buy your product, right? The words that you see on pages, the, that's mainly the introduction to how you, how you get anybody. So if you want somebody to join your webinar or, you know what I'm saying, give you their email address, the words that's on that page are not just something that you just throw on there. I realize that those words are actually important for you to make a lot of money. Mm. So I said, let me go all in. So I'm studying the great greatest copywriters and mm. I'm, I'm handwriting copy. I mean, I went all in, right? Mm. I was always a dude that just, I always was addicted to the craftsmanship of a skill. Mm -hmm. Not just, I'm going to read a cut. Like a lot of people, they'd be like, oh, I'm read a couple books. I attend a couple seminars. This ain't work. Like that wasn't ever me. It was like, let's go all in. I'm handwriting. The most successful, if I, if I knew a, a copywriting letter, like a sales letter, right, which is the, the a whole letter, if I, knew, if I knew a sales letter had maybe made $5 million, I hand wrote it, I hand wrote it so that it could be into my nervous system so I can understand the psychology of what was going on, right? 
And I did that for years. Yeah. So I met this cat at this event. And it's again, we going back to seminars, right? Yeah, yeah. Why everybody got to be in the room and path to prosperity, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm in the room and I meet this guy. And he, we, we, I know who he is. And I said, all right, I'm not going to act like a fan. I'm going to just go up <laughs> to him. And, and, and this is my peer. I've always had that mentality, right? Like, even though I respect you, I'm not going to treat you like a fan. I'm going to treat you like a peer, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. So I go up to him and I shake his hand. I say, yo, man, listen, uh, you know, just tell me like what you, like I started networking with him and start connecting with him. But the biggest thing is I found out what he needed mm -hmm. in that moment. Hmm. And I said, so tell me something, right? So you, you got this successful tech company. Now, technology wasn't even on my radar. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking about technology. And so I'm like, tell me one thing that you need right now in your business that if it made all the difference, it would completely change your paradigm and your mood and everything. He was like, he looked at me like, blinking. He was like, he kind of paused. He said, nobody ever asked me that. Yeah. I mean, people ask me general, like, yeah, what you need? He was like, but not like something that would change me and my paradigm. Like, tell me, tell me what, I said, tell me what that is. He said, oh, I need a copywriter, somebody, because there's so much, I got webinar ideas, I want to sell products, I don't have a copywriter. Mm. So I said, oh, ding, 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 yeah. right moment at the right time, mm. you know? Um, and I said, oh, it's funny <clears throat> that you say that, because mm. mm. I'm a copywriter. Mm. And uh, he was like, you are? He's like, because, you know, he looking at me yeah. right the way I look. I'm like, this young 20-something-year-old dude, he like, he's like, really? And I said, I already know what you're about to say, so I got an opportunity for you. Same thing I did with the last mm. one. I said, I got an opportunity for you. I said, here's what I'm going to do. For the next 30 days, I'm going to write you a free, a couple pieces of copywriting content for your brand. And if, if you, when you love it, not if you love it, when you love it, then you got to hire me on full time. Mm. He was, I was like, deal? And I just always been aggressive like that. He was like, yeah. he was like deal. He's mm. like, I've never been offered nothing like that. Mm. So we go through. We did a promotion. He did something called a product launch. Mm -hmm. And this is what really opened up my mind to the possibility. Like at that point, I think I was like, oh, you can make money on the internet. But I didn't really see the possibilities of building digital wealth mm -hmm. until I met him. And so he was doing these things called product launches. So for those who don't know what product launches are, mm -hmm. they are not just, we say product launch. What, what comes to mind for y'all when I say product launch? What comes to mind for y'all? Building up. Um, for a long period of time, then launching the product. Yeah, yeah like in, introducing something to the to the, to the masses. To the yeah. masses, yeah. yeah. So like a book, uh, anything, any product or service. Right, right, right. You know, introducing it to the, yeah. to the to the people. That's what most people think of product launching. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. It was just like, oh, building it up, release it, I'm good. No, in their world, a product launch was something that you you had so much in, like what what we see with Beyonce, right? Mm. You build up this massive movement. Mm. You're building a mass movement where people are excited, where you got joint venture partners, where other people come in and they want to promote your product. And you build in such a big anticipation that it's like you're doing this. Remember like back in the early 2000s when albums used to come out? Yeah. Like it was like a it was like a scene, right? It was like everybody was lining up in the doors outside right, of facts, Best Buy. Facts, facts, facts. The, yeah. the, the lines was around the corner mm -hmm. to get like 50 Cent, Get Richard Die Trying, or any of those albums, Kanye yeah. West. Like yeah. it was a, it was a, it was a whole thing. Absolutely. So yeah. I didn't realize that. So he would do these product launches. I would give him the copy. He had all these affiliates that were promoting. And I'll never forget. I seen him make a million dollars in about two months. Sheesh. And this is 2013. Mm. Sheesh. So I'm like. You did that with my copy? Right. You did that with my stuff? 
And that's before that was even a thing. It wasn't even a thing. Wow. I mean, I couldn't even go to anybody and right. tell them that I had seen that much wealth created on the internet of all things. Right. Wow. Where you couldn't even get somebody to give you their credit card. Right. You know, like that, that was how hard right. it was. Yep. So, so you know, they was really selling. So you went in thinking, let me do a couple articles and then I know my article's gonna be good where they're gonna hire me full time. Mm-hmm. But what you actually got was you got basically free mentorship in the insides yeah. of everything that they were doing inside the organization, the details behind the product launch, which was worth so much more than the full-time job that you was probably off. It was way more, like more than I could even imagine. I think at that point in time, I realized- A lot of, like, a lot of lessons in that for sure. It was, it was yeah. a lot of lessons for me. Yeah, so yeah. I think at that point I realized I wanted to go all in on creating digital wealth. Mm. And watching him build something, but he also imparted to me, he was like, there's also this new thing that I'm gonna be building long term. He said, listen, I love the money and um, you know, I love all of that. That's all of that is cool. But here's, here's what he taught me. He said, Justin, you gotta go all in on one vision for years. Mm. He said, listen, we gonna make a lot of cash. And me and you done talked about this, yeah. right? Like, yeah. like how limited sometimes us as entrepreneurs get where it's like, we making money and some of us come from backgrounds, especially when you start making money, even if you're a beginner, you start making all this cash, you go, that's it, that's it, I just gotta make the cash. But you're not really working on something long term that could really change the world and also change your life. Mm-hmm. And so I was always a future thinker where I always thought outside the box. So even I was like, oh, you know, making a million dollars, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But then I start, I watch people, I watch their energy. I start yeah. seeing these guys were massively getting divorced. They weren't happy. Yeah. And because and, they were so consumed by the cash yeah. that they forgot the outcome. They were so consumed by the cash that they forgot what they were doing it for at the end of the day, right? So watching this, I'm start, I'm taking mental notes. I'm like, right. I don't want to be, I don't want to, mm. I don't want to have money rule my life. Even though I want money, I can have both. Mm. I can have wealth and long-term yeah. thinking. So that's when I decided one day to, I said, you know what? I got to do something a little bit different. And that's when I decided to explore the world of technology because I was watching all these guys built these 50 million, $100 million companies. And I said, I want in. And mm. you know, you know, I want to unpack a little bit mm-hmm. too, yeah, because I feel you. like we always talk about, uh, or we hear online, people talk about the power of proximity. Uh, yep. And we don't realize that the power of proximity works in both ways, right? Uh, here you have, you know, you know, kid from Chicago, Parents, nobody's an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, the only way you know to to even not even build wealth to survive is to work a nine to five, is to work a job. You know, parents, mm-hmm. you know, same mentality. Then gets introduced to this new way of thinking. You're able to now see, okay, all right, this is how these people are making money. So now your mind has expanded, right? Now you see somebody make you know millions of dollars in two months. It's like, oh my God, like this, this could be done on the internet. And then now you, you, you have more access to people who have $50 million, right? You have all of these different people making money, but not only do, it, does that proximity help you, because now you get to see what you want and what you don't want, right? You, you get to pick and choose. All right, I want the money. All right, I'll take that. Right. I want the peace. I'll take that. I want the, right? And so a lot of, a lot of people don't, give power to mentorship don't give power to getting into rooms um that has like literally changed my life right like me starting out as a banker 
and having like first, you know, having access to wealthy people. Like I didn't, I didn't think I could build wealth until I started getting access to wealthy people. Yeah. And I started saying, wow, this guy, look how young he is. He, he, he's a multimillionaire. He right. owns this store. He does this. Mm. And then so now it opens my mind and now I see, right? Then I started getting to other rooms and being around people. Like the, the power of that is so priceless. Mm. Like people only look at, um, what can I learn? Like the tangible stuff. Like, all right, I'm going to pay this money and then I'm going to get this back in return where there's things like I'm sure the time that you've invested in being in rooms, the money that you paid to be in rooms, like you can't, like you can't go back. Like that knowledge is yours forever. And now there's only this upward trajectory, yeah. right? Once I was introduced to a way of thinking like once yo once once i made you know eight figures in the one year digitally i'm like yo like 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 where where am i going right like i like i'm permanently unemployable like i, I can't never see myself <laughs> working a job right. for somebody unless it's like you said something that i can learn from and it's worth hundreds of millions of dollars long term yeah, yeah, I want to like throw that. something out there, too, that you mentioned. A lot of people, first time really thinking about mentorship, they're thinking about what can I get from this? Like, what can I take? Yeah. Right. But you gave the prime example of what can I give? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You have to give, because when you give, now you're actually going to receive something back. Mm -hmm. The whole objective is just to get in there and see, okay, what can I take and leave? You should really be thinking about how long could I stay here because the more I stay, the more that the person I'm learning from, they're continuously learning. Mm. They're continuously meeting people. They're continuously making connections. They're still making mistakes that they're gonna tell me not to make. Mm. So you're continuously on the road to success, sort of by staying in that mentorship with someone, you never will outthink the, outgrow the person who you're learning from. Mm. Cause they're still growing they're still right. learning so why would you think okay now i got this i'm gonna leave and now i'm gonna surpass him unless that person said i'm done here and i'm gonna give you all that i learned but if your mentor has a mentor who's learning more what makes you think you're done learning mm. within three months where you're yes. gonna become the success that you're trying to mimic just because you got three months worth of lessons now i'm gonna go be greater than him within right. three months right. exactly. no there's a lot more to learn being in a mentorship yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, and it's like that whole Roger Bannister mm, whole yeah. thing. It's like, like I said, it's like once you see it, put yep. yourself in the environment to see it, you don't even think it's pop, it's possible. Mm -hmm. Right. But when you see somebody else like win that race that nobody else thought they even existed that fast, it's like now it becomes you can do it. It's like what we did, right? Mm -hmm. When we when we set the record in our community mm -hmm. with the, with the challenges. Mm -hmm. You know how many people have done that since? It's the, it's the, it's the normal. Like, we were the first ones, but like literally, what, a month? Somebody saw it and was like, yeah. I, can, I do can do it. it. I can do it. And that's, yeah. why, that's why mentorship is so important because there are things that you, um, you know that you know. Yeah. Right. You know, then there are things that you know that you don't know. If you know that you don't know it, then you can go online and look it up or you can learn. You can read a book because you know you don't know it. Mm -hmm. But it's those things that you don't know that you don't know that are called blind spots, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. If you don't know that you don't know it, how can you look up what you don't know that no, you don't know? Facts. Like the only way to, to learn something that you don't know that you don't know is to be in an environment and be exposed to it. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, this is possible? Yeah. I right. didn't know.
That's why I pay for mentorships. I don't pay for mentorships to learn what I don't know. Right. Because some things can't be taught. They right. can only be caught. Facts. They yeah. can only be Marks. caught when I'm in the room and I'm able to see, oh, my God, that's possible. Yeah. You saw that. You weren't even thinking about technology. Right. right. Then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, technology. You're in the room and you're you like, thinking man. About, you weren't thinking about, You It was like about, the oh, went yeah. off. You yeah. like, he was like, what, you said side head moment? Yeah. Uh, oh with, the finger. That, with the oh, finger. Yeah. With the finger. You got to do the that, side that, hand that, with that, the finger. That, 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 <laughs> that exists. So now you got that. You saw that it existed. Uh, you saw that what was possible. You saw this crazy launch. How did you execute when you began to say, I want to do this for myself? I'm all in. Yeah, so I think it was. Um, it was like when, so, so, so my mentor, he started taking me into these rooms with other successful tech founders, right? And so these guys are like, I'm talking about one of my mentors sold his company, uh, one of his technology companies for $250 million, mm. right? It was an old school um, email marketing system. And so I'm at this round table and I'm listening to these guys. And I was like, you know, and there was a lot of people that didn't look like me and I was just like, man, like, I could see myself doing something like this, you know, and, and I was like, and it was just a thought at first. Then that thought became an obsession. Mm. So I went home and I started trying to add ideas. To the, 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 and I'm like, I'm like, can I get in the tech? So I called my man. I'm like, hey, man, look, I think I got an idea for a technology uh, idea. Uh, would you help me do it? He's like, I don't got the time, man. I would have to teach you all of this. Da, 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 da. So I'm like, Okay, so I'm like lost, right? But most people, what do they do when they get rejected? They give up. Give up. Give up. They yeah. stop. They be like, oh, it ain't meant. No, no, no. I'm, I be obsessed. Yeah. I was obsessed. <clears throat> so I went back to the drawing table and I was like, all right, here's what he need again. Mm. Let me give him another offer he can't refuse. Mm. So I went in there and I said, look, Chicago. I'm from, oh, that's like, look, hey, home of the hey, mobsters, from, look, that's it. Home said, of the mobsters. Let me give him an offer that he, he can't, can't refuse. <laughs> look, be <laughs> <Jimmy> Hoffa style. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> look, I had to look. I had to. I had to make sure we. I'm leaving like like one deals that say I'm leaving here with something. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I'm you, leaving here with something. You so, not refuse. So it's like I made him. I made him know. I said, look, you're gonna pay me, but you've already made a half a million dollars off of my work, mm. and so you're gonna pay me, but we're gonna do it even bigger. But in the process, over the next year, you're gonna teach me everything you know about technology. Mm. Everything. I don't understand this world of HTML and all this other, you know, stuff that I didn't understand, but you're going to teach it to me. And he looked at me. Mm -hmm. And because I had that, I had that poker face. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and I'm like, please don't let this brother, it's internally, I'm like, please don't let this brother say no, please don't let, but he was like, he was like, all right. He's like, Justin, I like you, man. You, mm -hmm. you, 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 you just like really, really poised for greatness, man. Mm -hmm. I like that about you. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right, so. I had to, I was one of the first people I gotta, I, now you say talk your stuff. I gotta, uh, I gotta talk this, talk right? Soldier boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I gotta, I gotta, I was one of the, I gotta do my soldier boy talk, yeah, right? Yeah. So in 2014, 15, I had an idea because I was a copywriter. I saw a problem mm -hmm. and I started seeing that people were trying to do all these Facebook ads and YouTube ads and copywriting and they needed emails for YouTube. Now, nothing really on the market existed. Mm -hmm. So I came to him and said, what if there was a tool where you answer a few questions and it spit out all of your Facebook ads, your YouTube ads, mm. Twitter ads, it did all that, or it wrote your sales pages, everything. Mm. And he was like, how could you pull that off? And I was like, I'm going to figure it out. Aha. Uh -huh. uh -huh. So I went to, I met this developer. I started putting it all together. I met this developer. 
um, who's still my developer till this day. Nice. Um, who's my lead developer of Maestro. But at the time, he was just starting off. And I said, look, I got this opportunity. It's going to be the next Facebook, right? <laughs> you got to sell the vision, right? I'm like, it's going to be the next Facebook. Uh, even though it was a copywriting tool, like, it's going to be the next Facebook. And he was like, all right. He was like, let's work on it. So I had very limited budget. So here's what I started doing. I start, watch this. This is, this is even a bar for even people watching this. You can apply this to digital products. You can apply it to everything. I start pre-selling the software before it was created. Hmm. Mm. So I would, I would literally, any opportunity you gave me to speak, even though I didn't know how to speak at the time, anything you ever gave me was like, hey, can I sell it? So I was honest with people. So my boy gave me an opportunity to speak in front of his audience of 100 people, right? And so I was like, y'all, look, this, this app is coming. It was called Script Engage. It was my first plaque. It's called Scripting. And that sounded sexy in 2015. Yeah, yeah. It don't sound as sexy right now, right? But I was like, scriptengage.com. You know what I'm saying? It was sexy. So I didn't have the wireframes for it. I didn't have the idea. It was, I mean, it was just an idea. This one, I really realized how powerful digital was, right? Mm. So I went on and I said, y'all, I'm, I'm pre-selling. Y'all going to be on the ground floor mm. of this application with me. You're going to be on the ground floor with me. Mm. And you can get it for $100, right? Mm. One time. Like, I sold it one time, wow. right? And so, surely enough, about 40% of the people purchased mm. on there. And I said, it's going to be released in 30 to 60 days, right? <laughs> and my developer looking at me like, bro, 30 to 60 days. What we building, right? Wow. So I just had, I was like, this going to this gonna kick us in the gear. Mm -hmm. So... Fast forward, we made about $5,000 in pre-sales before mm. the product was created, and I used that seed money to start the to pay the development team. Mm. I didn't have to get a loan. I didn't have to come out of pocket. I pre-sold that idea first. Mm. And so then fast forward, we, we get all the mock-ups. I find the design. I find the code. I didn't know what I didn't know. I was wasting a bunch of money, but we finally got to the end of the road, and then we launched it, and we did 10 sales, mm. and it was terrible. Then we did 30 sales, and then I was like, okay. If, if those half of those people bought, what am I missing? Mm. So I started split testing things and I started split testing the messaging and started looking at the messaging and started really playing around with different elements. Mm. And I started to get, I started to rev it up. I started to go to conference. I was like, yo, we doing this launch January 15th. I started hyping it up. I started selling myself. Yeah. We don't sell ourselves. We, we create these products and we don't really go to the next level with them and go scream from the mountaintop. We put all our effort, our time, our energy, our focus into all of these things that we're building. And then we go at it at a level one, at level two. Mm. I said, that's what I was doing. I was at a level one, level two. Mm. So I was like, it's time to go to level 10. Mm. So I meet this guy. He's like, yo, let's go to all the affiliates. He was real connected. He liked my energy. He liked my swag. Right? He's like, I, I got to like, get you on. Mm. We did a product launch. And I'll never forget when I saw that shopping cart. Now, back this again, it's two, still early game, 2014. Mm. Yeah. It was only one shopping cart. That's why I tell people, if you're watching this, you are living in one of the greatest, greatest. times in history. You have yeah. options for what shopping cart. You got options like Stripe where you can yeah. sign up for two seconds and money can be deposited in your bank yeah. account in like two days. Yeah. People don't really, like me, I had to get it. If, I, if you wanted a web page back in the day built, you had to pay a developer thousands of dollars to code your HTML page. Yeah. There was no shameless plug maestro where you could just drag and drop and plug and play. They, they didn't exist. Facts. There was no click funnels. There yep. was none of these apps where you could just pay $99. I've been getting people like, it's 197 bucks a month. Do you know what, how much a storefront uh, business costs? Cost, right. you know, like, what you putting into that? Man, man you tripping on paying $199 a month for something 
that costs us millions of dollars to develop to yeah. run right. your entire business. Yeah. So man, we that's introduced. So I did script engage, and then on the, if I would have gave up the fourth try, we got all these affiliates. We had like hundreds of affiliates, and this was the stats. I was putting up MJ numbers in 2014, mm. 15, mm. right? So we checked the stats. We had we had did about three hundred thousand dollars in a week mm. in sales. Wow. And I think that product had made a million dollars that year. Wow. For that, for that, for, for software, for mm. software, right? And then we had checked the Google Analytics and we had did a million visitors to our website purely from affiliate wow. to simple traffic. Wow. So number one, mm. I tell people this and I want people to walk away with extraction, right? A lot of people, even y'all, right? Mm. We underutilize if if you were to build eight a entire ecosystem around affiliates. Mm -hmm. Like most people are leaving seven figures just on the table mm -hmm. alone from not, I'm not talking about just onesies and twosies. Right. Watch this, right? Cause I want to get some game, right? Mm -hmm. All right. Most people leaving onesies and twosies. Affiliate, we're cool. So let's network. Guys, especially anybody watching this, if you were to create a whole system around your product, have to pay for but you would make an extra seven eight figures so here's what we're going to do and we're going to release we're going to have the results yeah. we have a five-day challenge five-day sprint so what we're going to do is we're going to have this run promote this to your audience we're going to give you 50 percent of all ticket sales all right so the whole goal is we're going to see if we can make you an extra $5,000 off affiliate so we can tell everybody how well this affiliate system works. All right. You know, he, he backed me in the corner. Okay. Or, 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 or we taking this yeah, challenge. Live, live, Chicago live, style, live. B. But hey. that's, how you, that's how you do yeah. it. Yeah. Hey, he going he to take this off. He going to no. take it. I thought he was going to give me a... I thought I thought he was gonna give me a signing bonus right there. He was reaching in his pocket. I thought he was about to put. No, no, I was about to do my Chicago. Be like, you gonna take this offer? Bro. <laughs> yeah. So that's 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 what I would tell people, man. Build a every single week. One of the things I used to do that was so powerful. Every single week, there was somebody on my calendar. Every single week, mm. webinars. It was like Wednesday webinar with this affiliate. Thursday mm. webinar with this affiliate. It was a, I literally but, built but, an entire But teach calendar. us that game, because I think that's a, that's, that, those are ways that, I mean, we can all learn something yeah. from mm -hmm. it, but the audience can really learn something about it, because a lot of people think that they need their own products to be successful. No. So can you talk to us about this affiliate game, and how did you build relationships uh, through these affiliates to, uh, to make sure that, what, what made it irresistible to, um, to take that offer or for you to market these affiliates or for them to market your product how did yeah, that, how yeah. Did that so, work? so relationships are always the key to everything yeah but most people do surface level relationships mm -hmm. most people go oh i'm cool here's here's my business card oh what's up like that's not how you get affiliates to promote because you're gonna have there's three i would say there's two or three levels of affiliates you have the people that they might have an audience or they're just starting off but majority of your revenue how you attract the I call them high level affiliates who make up, they may be 10%, but they make up 90% of the revenue, 80% mm. of the revenue doing any launch. How you attract those people are, number one, you have to be consistent with your product. People have to know you for something. They have yeah. to know, like I know y'all, I know Ash, Ash is always promoting books, right? I know you're always talking about life insurance. 
real estate. I know y'all like this is what y'all known for. Mm -hmm. So you can't be a tax due one year and then in real estate the next year. Yeah. People have to know you for like they, they know like this is your brand. So number one, you have to really be known in a niche and you have to be like, this is my niche. Number right. one. Number two, you have to also know your numbers. Mm. You can't just even if you're just starting off, you at least got to talk the talk. You got to talk the lingo. Mm. You got to know like, yo, my product is a thousand bucks. We give it 50 percent. But you also are leaving out. Most people leave out. Hey, if I were to send you 100 people, how many of those people based on how many we sell? So let's say, for example, I put a thousand people on the webinar. Let's just say 500 people show up. Right. And let's just say 10% of those people buy. That's 50 people at $1,000. That's $50,000. Yeah. That means how much is it going to cost me if I send 100, 1,000 of those clicks, what am I paying per click, mm. right? So then you average that out to I'm paying a dollar per click or I'm paying $2 per click. So that's the way that top affiliates, they work in those type of numbers, not just, oh, I'm going to make 50%. They don't work like that. Mm. It's like, no, that's not the value. The value isn't just the sale. Anybody can promise me sales. Mm. If I were to send, if I were to, if I have a 300,000 person list and I were to send you three or 4,000 clicks, it's each click worth money. Mm. It's each so click worth back money. In, the numbers. in that way, it's, it's less, you know, it's based on the activity, not based on the result. Right. Mm. And most people, they sell the result. Like what you sold me, you did it unconsciously, which is great. But that's how you attract any affiliate. But if I go up to affiliate, I go, here's how much my earnings per click numbers are. Mm. Here's how much I'm caught is mm. going to cost you per click to send your to send your list to me. And so those are the type of that's how you attract the top level affiliates. And that's where that's what happened to me. But also, here's another here's another strategy. You can also get you a joint venture broker or a manager. Because if somebody, most people don't know this, but there's brokers and, and, and essentially joint venture partners in the industry. Mm. So what that means is this person is responsible for going out and building the relationships. Mm. Again, you have to make sure you got a solid product, though. Mm -hmm. You got to make sure you know your numbers and you got to know. But you hire somebody back in the day. This is just a, it's a little bar. You know what I'm saying? Like, like how I got one. I, I got one guy who, I mean, I would say he made 90 percent of the revenue. And his responsibility, we pay him a base salary. It was like 2000 bucks a month. But most of it was you pay them, you could pay them 10, 15, 20% of commissions, right? Of all the deals that come in. So his responsibility or her responsibility is to go to, you, you're not getting on planes. You got this one person going to network with other people to introduce your product to high level people. Mm. And so I did that and that changed the game. So then when you, especially y'all, 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 savages when it comes to even launching now mm. but imagine if you were to do not just a five-day challenge but if you did a product launch that was released over a couple of days and you had all those affiliates and you did this big event and you go all right y'all we got this affiliate this uh, this affiliate launch this is what i call strategic product launching well i see that's what like you look at like Russell Brunson. That's how they do it. Yeah. People yep. like that. Yep. And, um, and, I, and, and, you know, person who we've had before, Grant Cardone, he, do, he does that too. Yeah. Like when they do the big, big, big like challenges, they get all of their students and influencers and all of these people to promote it. Yeah. And I think they give them a re reoccurring residual from the software sales. Absolutely. As well. And you see all of these people launching, they be having like that. 10,000 people. Yeah. And I think Russell Brunson, I think he made like 
They say he made close to a hundred million mm. or something like that on his um on his challenge because he had all those affiliates that oh, just yeah. drove. Man. Yeah, the affiliate the affiliates is like you, you it's like you building your own army. And then when you get into the other game, mm. which is training them on how to sure. pre- you put yeah. imagine if you put effort into training them right. and helping them get sales. They become their own army and you're always making sales. I couldn't so, believe it. Like when I look at them is 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 it's it's really a win win because you don't really have to do anything promoted to your list and we're sending you yeah. a ton of money. You do you do about in fact you don't even do that much work. We'll do it for you. You do about ten minutes worth of work. But it really wasn't 10 minutes. It was all the years that they took to build up. That yeah, is. that's so. what I say. You know, one, one, like, like people go, oh, I'm, I'm not giving them 30, 40, 50 percent. Mm-hmm. It's like this day audience, like how yeah, limited exactly. is that? Exactly. Like I, I had some clients when I tell them, like, you know, build an affiliate program and give people 30, 40, 50 percent. Mm-hmm. They're like, I don't want to give that. And yeah. I'm like, yep. 50% of zero is zero. Zero, yeah. It's zero. <laughs> do you, do you, what do they say? Do you want 100% of a grape or do you want 50% of a watermelon? Right, yep. exactly. Yeah. And you got these people, they, they, they become your best sellers. They become, yeah. you give them commissions and they go out there and they find it. So you got, again, you got the hierarchy, which is you got the affiliate manager that you have and their responsibility is building the relationships and you're mm-hmm. building the relationships and then they're building and then your goal is to just keep feeding the machine like having affiliate training those type of things and setting up deals that was the one of the ways that that year i ended up doing seven figures just from affiliates alone and having mm. a million visitors hit my site wow so my question is what is your vision for maestro where you see it going and what's the end game for it hold it sell it public Share us your secrets. Mm. Let me go ahead and sell the secrets. Uh, nah. I, I can't reveal too much there, but no, um, <laughs> I think my vision has changed as I've evolved, mm. right? Um, I, I, I evolve every year. You know, I tell people like last year I had a really big spiritual awakening and that changed my relationship to money. It, it, it changed my relationship to self and my purpose, mm. you know? And so what ended up happening was is Sometimes I don't think we realize why we doing stuff until it happens. I was like, why am I, why am I so obsessed with building this education club? But I realized that I'm really obsessed with changing the world. And I feel like every single person on this planet should have access to any type of education that they want. Mm. Like, and we, and again, I look at education different than other people. I look at education as gold. Like if you were to compare gold out of the ground mm. and take it out physical, I compare this to that. Because if I got knowledge and wisdom and I got this, I can take over anything. That's what a lot of people want to withhold from us is the knowledge and the wisdom and all of that. Right. Teaching kids how to do, you know, these things that that are relevant in years and opposed to like my vision is to take kids like from the south side of Chicago and any even in other countries. Why are we not teaching these kids robotics? Right. Why are we not teaching these kids how to code, which is technology in the next five years? I tell people this. Right. In the next five years, do you understand how different the world is going to look based on AI and based yes. on robotics? Robots yeah. are going to be walking. They're already starting. I think I just saw some. Uh, there was a police dog at Mercedes Benz State. New York. Oh. New like York robot started. police dog. Yeah, yeah. robot, robot police dog. New York. Straight up. Yeah, yeah. Up. yeah. It's but see that those are the those are the primer because you have to get the public used to what's coming. So now in the next five years, you're going to have mechanic chefs. There's going to be somebody you can pay. Uber and DoorDash losing their 
Like, yeah. Right. So I rather use your Uber wait, car as a you cab. You don't have Uber picking you up without a driver. Without a driver. Yeah, without a driver. Yeah. Google that. That stuff is already. It's going already on. there. It's already going <laughs> on. Dropping off your it's food. Already, it's already driver. there. Oh, man, it's I'm just about. the public is not used to it, so yeah, we have to get the it's public. It's not made for us. It's, yeah. a ton- it's, it's called a, it's, it's called autonomy right. driving. It's called autonomy driving. The technology is already where it's already where it's driving people. So, um. The biggest vision that I have, even bigger than Maestro, is to provide this education that you can't get in school, um, that even companies can utilize our platform, right? Because we're going more to enterprise this year as well. But it's to say anybody in the world can get access to any type of self-skills because I'm a product of it. Mm. I built this. I built a whole technology company just from self-education and peer-to-peer, what we call peer-to-peer education. So my vision for Maestro is, of course, you know, one day is to be acquired, of course, you know, that's my vision. But before that even happens, though, my vision is to how can I take this platform? And I was even talking to my team earlier this, last week about this. How can we make this platform bigger? How can we make it international? How can we go into countries like Africa, mm. right, which is the backbone of the world? Facts. How can we go into countries like Africa and bridge the gap? between us in America and people in Africa. How can we do that? Well, we got to go over, not be afraid to go over there yeah. and teach them and also learn their ways as well. Yeah. So there's a big, I think people look at this as a, if I could just sell my course, nothing wrong with that. Right. But realize that you have something that could change the world to the other world. people in yeah. other parts of the countries and other um, different parts of the country um, in you know, wherever they are, they don't have access to what you know. And, and, that, and that's the thing, right? Because people don't realize, I want to say there's uh, 8 billion people on, on, on the planet. Mm-hmm. I want to say it's about 2 to 3 billion that don't have access to the internet, that don't have access right. to knowledge and technology. Imagine if all of us entrepreneurs now became, you know, we went to some of these third world countries and we helped them build infrastructure so that now they did have access to knowledge. They did have access to technology. Like, man, there's such an opportunity there. It's a lot of opportunity. That could really, yeah. like, shape the world, though. Change not the just, world. Right, yeah, not just not just us and individually, but, mm. but the world. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people don't even know what's happening, what's seeing even in countries like Africa, what's yeah. going on. A lot of the people there are waking up to their resources, 100%. what they have. And man, in the next five years, Africa is gonna look so different 100%. than what yeah. it currently looks like. They're like that plan with Ghana Putin, itself. Putin, Putin is, is, is inserting himself yeah. heavenly <laughs> in Africa. Like he's like, yo, let me show y'all. Let me, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. See, Putin, colonial powers, like let's kick him out. Let's get him out of here. Exactly. I, I like that he's injecting himself in there. Because he's showing them that you should take control of this and right. you should own that, right? But at the same time, we have to look at these key components. Where does he stand with the backing of technology companies? Right. Are they backing him? Mm. Because you can give people all the power they want, but if they still don't have access to internet, yeah. they still don't have access to being able Correct. to run power lines, this is where the political game of not military might isn't always the thing that will win. Yeah. We all know technology is undefeated. So we see Bill Gates going to these other countries. He set up wells, water, Mm. showed them how to do this, do that. But you still have to understand who's going to let you bring that thing into my country, meaning who owns these areas, the territory. Mm. We look at uh, we look at India. India has the biggest problem with wiring and technology and Internet, Mm -hmm. especially coming from a communications company Mm. where we know 
they, the people who run the wires and run the poles, you have to get them a certain amount of money in order for you to be able to run your right. internet there. Right. Mm -hmm. You can't continuously put old wires on top, new wires on top of old poles. Correct. Yeah. So who owns the pole company? Mm. Who are you going to have to pay them? This is where here in this country, when Verizon wanted to do files, they literally had to say, you know what? We have to go to the Congress and tell them, people are not letting us put these cables on the poles because mm. you had a bad relationship with, with Verizon. So now you're like, nah, y'all can't come in my backyard. Mm -hmm. I use Cablevision, mm -hmm. I use Optimum. Mm -hmm. So how are they gonna get the 5G? Yeah. So they went to them and said, allow us to put these stations on top of apartment buildings. Mm -hmm. And yeah. now in New York, you notice there's antennas on top Everywhere. of apartment buildings. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So it's a different kind of communication where how do we do that in places like India? Yeah. How, yeah. Like, it's easy. We see people with millions and billions of dollars want to go in there and change nations. Yeah. Yeah. And then they go in there and they come back out going, I couldn't get it done. Mm. Why weren't they able to get it done? Mm. Now, yeah. what I'm saying, what I'm saying is not like we can't. Get, I'm not saying we can't do it. But the conversation of they went in there with the wrong objective. The objective has to be building the relationships to get the thing done. Yeah. Right. Money and might isn't always going to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's the right relationships to get the right people in the room. Then when you get in the room, you're going to have to realize I'm going to have to do an affiliate program with them facts and give them 80 percent affiliate at a high level affiliate with, with governments. Too. 80 exactly 80 yeah. percent or 100 percent for them to be able to let me run my my cable all through India. Yeah. But I know it's four billion yeah. or this amount, a billion people yeah. there and I'm going to make my money back. Right. See, the problem is we think. The hammer hitting the nail is the solution. Yeah. Correct. And yeah. and let me say this too, because um, I'm real passionate about technology. And you said something, right? You said that technology is undefeated, and it is. However, even with me building Maestro, when I would go to different people that I knew because they didn't understand technology, they didn't invest in the technology. They only invest in which, you know, Warren Buffett talks about that, invest in what you're familiar with. However technology is always going to be life-changing. And we're not just talking about the surface level, even stuff like business tools. There are, I met a kid in Africa, he's building a different type of technology that grabs, um, it actually, like you don't, he doesn't need anything, it's just a machine that grabs the air and turns it into water. Mm. So what I tell people is, there's also what we call spiritual technology, where there are people who have developed technology that in the next five years, they don't want people to know about these elements and these things, right? But technology is how we are going to experience the transfer of wealth. Mm. Even if we're not familiar with it, get familiar with it. Learn how to invest in other, other people. Learn how to take your money and go, okay, I need to invest in co companies that are coming up. And so you, what, what you have is you have a, what I call the technology revolution that's about to take place. And so that's why I dove myself into it to really understand how the landscape works so that I can be on the forefront of really pioneering what is going on in other countries and also helping the people around you me need, as well. You mm -hmm. need the relationship people yeah. with technology. Yeah. Everybody in the room can't be technology. Right. Because they're not going to know how to get it done. One of the biggest misconceptions is that Tesla is actually saving the world by being an electric car. Mm. It's a myth. Mm -hmm. Cars are not the biggest polluter. Mm. Airplanes, mm. ships. Do you know how much emission those things give off? You know how many airplanes compared to cars? Right. 
It's a business with the cars. Mm-hmm. The fact that we think that car, if everybody drove an electric car, is going to stop things. Mm. Do you think about a plane, one plane, mm-hmm. how much emissions that one plane takes off compared to how many cars driving a day? Mm-hmm. And now you have hundreds of airplanes taking off every single day surpasses the amount of cars causing emission problems. Yep. Ships and steam. How much cargoes? We see those cargo ships big, bringing in all those uh, those you know tractor trailer loads that have on there the cargoes. Those big ships. Yeah. Those come through Panama Canal. Those come through routes every single day by the boatloads. Do you know the problem that's causing with emission? So if they really want to get to the source of the problem, you would really try to figure out how to make that electric. Yeah. Right. But now you're messing with the church's money because the church's money is all about oil, gas. Yeah. So when you start messing with the church's money, that's when people start to disappear. Mm. When you start mm. talking about crypto, changing money, Yo, and you, how many, how many of the, millionaires are dying? That's I'm where like, I was going. Yo. How many of people start disappearing? Yeah. And you start trying to figure this out. So mm. don't get it confused. The more knowledge and power you get, if you don't build the relationships and let them know, how can I, I'm going to make you an affiliate of what I'm right. about to do. Right. You won't be around to help get it done. So, not, so, 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 so if I hear you correctly, word to the rock wise, don't try to change the world by yourself. Exactly. Make sure. Yeah. Don't sure. say for me, yeah. it's not so much of you wanting to change the world. Changing the world is the biggest. Some things are too big for people to see. Mm. I want to change the world, but I know my thought process should actually reverse engineer. Mm. By changing the world, what does that mean? People. People in the world. So if I can change the people, the people will now take my information further than I will ever go. Yeah. Now you're changing the people, the people will change the world. That's where you hear when artists make a record and they go to other parts of the world and be like, they singing my song in, in a language they don't even know. People don't even know English, they sing an English right. song. Right, right, right. So now that's how you change the world, by impacting your circle. That circle now extends outside the circle, and it goes on and on, because people is what populate the world. The world doesn't make the people. The people is what make the world. Yeah. So if you change what's in it, it's not, the cake that's, it's not the cake that's unhealthy. It's the ingredients in the cake. Mm. So you don't have to say, I'm going to stop eating cake. No. Just make it I'm vegan. A cha- Bingo. Make a vegan cake. We look like inwards and we will impact <laughs> outwards. Because yeah. mm. we look outwards so fast. Yeah. But I, I'm like, I get all deep into that, man. I appreciate you, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I yeah. appreciate y'all, man. No, that's powerful. That's powerful. No, this is good, man. Yeah, yeah. This like, is, um, like, you know, the, 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 one of my, like, biggest takeaways is the affiliate play. Mm-hmm. And I think that we we see big businesses do it, and that's why I want people, like, y'all gonna have to rewind this and listen because he gave a lot of game, right? Justin gave a lot of game. But what, a lot of times we see big business do stuff, and us as entrepreneurs, because we don't look at ourselves as big business, we try to do things at a small scale not realizing that, like everybody says, success leaves clues, right? And so... I don't know. I don't know a business. Walmart has affiliate marketing. Target has affiliate marketing. Amazon, Amazon has affiliate. Does. Like yep. there's no like uh, Apple has affiliate. Like there's no company that is super duper successful that does not have affiliate marketing. They don't. They all have affiliate programs. All of them. Yeah. Mm. And it, and, it's, and it's time to really start acting like a big business and and putting that into play 
so that way you can reach the people that you want to so reach. So we got to come out. We got to we got to structure and organize officially the path to prosperity affiliate program 100 percent. yeah all your all your customers all your customers should be affiliates of yours right. Right. every single person you got raven fans right it's one like we got people in our program that got tattoos mm. right so we got raven fans we got people who already like they locked in they said i'm and i'm in this not maximizing that to its potential and yeah and yeah. showing them the respect they deserve yeah. for stuff like i agree that. yeah and so, even 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 real quick like remember Remember, there, there, there are so many different things. Like there was um, one guy, he actually took this idea where he, he, took, he took the concept and he was like, yo, let's, let's pay for people's cars, right, in their affiliate program. Just cr doing creative stuff where you actually invest into your affiliate business. He was paying, if you got to this amount of sales, we'll pay for your car for like four or five months. Mm. That affiliate program went crazy like yeah. i've been a part of some programs where i'm looking at the numbers and looking at how in comparison to you know like paid traffic and all that when you really and that's what we're about to do just as like with maestro like even today before i came here we're building out a recurring program where people can pay their entire mortgages everything mm. just by becoming an affiliate of maestro wow. and it's super easy so yeah yeah definitely got to tap into the affiliate play Wow. Yeah, so we so we end the show with what we call gym of gym the day. And gym of the day is basically it's uh it's it's a like sixty second. We try to keep it under sixty seconds. Mm -hmm. Like think <laughs> about think about a reel, right? Um, and we just end with just a bar that you want the people to take away. It could be anything that you want. It could be a takeaway from today's show. It could be just anything that you want them to take away. So we start. You go last, and then that's how we that's how we conclude the show. So uh, we're gonna have Ash kick us uh, off let's today. Go. All right, so my so my my gem of the day is stay in the room, stay curious, stay dangerous. Um, always make sure that if you're the smartest, I mean, I know we heard this before, but if you're the smartest person in the room, then you're in the wrong room. Make sure that you're constantly learning, you're constantly evolving. Do not let your ego stop you, right, from getting the wealth that is designed for you, right? There's a wealth transfer that's happening as we speak, but that wealth transfer is a digital wealth transfer, like Justin said, but it's also a knowledge wealth transfer. You don't know what you don't know. And so those who have access to wealth are willing to give us the next level, right? If we are in the rooms, if we absorb it, if we don't think that we know everything. And if we, we don't have the desire, like I don't have the desire to want to know everything, right? Because at the end of the day, the more I learn, the more I realize I don't know. And so I just want to stay in the room where I could keep learning information and information and apply that information in order to get to whatever next level is for me too. That's the other thing is that everybody has a level. Right. Some people are going to change the world. Some people are going to, you know, you know, change their community. Some people are going to just change their, their block. Whatever your divine assignment is, stick to that assignment and maximize your full potential and be the best that you could possibly be. Yeah. Mm. So mine would be to serve your way up. Serve first. Uh, think about the law of reciprocity. When you serve, when you give something and it's a great product or a great service it's like people people want to reciprocate mm -hmm. uh that back especially when it's really really good so you know justin talked about earlier how he went in willing to work for free 
um, in order to get in order to get a great product in front of somebody who probably wouldn't have gave them the opportunity without that. So we're so focused on seeing if we can squeeze out a little bit of money from a big opportunity rather rather than looking at the big opportunity and giving up the little bit of money for a lot more money later potentially mm. when you do the right type of work. So go in. If you look if you don't have the notoriety or the name yet, what you do have is the ability to serve. When I went in and I served people and I said I'm going to build the infrastructure, I'm going to build this this model for you and I help people make a million dollars out of this. And for sometimes I didn't make any money, but guess what? They felt so, some of them felt almost guilty that I made them that much money and they didn't pay me anything and they decided to pay me anyway. So you'll get that a lot too. So just serve your way up and sometimes be willing to decrease before you can increase. Good one. Mine is everybody has a gift. It might not be that apparent what it is. Um, you have certain people that are anomalies when they have these ultimate ideas but I don't want you to sit and watch anything that we're providing you and go, I will never be on that level. What I want you to do is analyze what's missing. Justin, analyze what was missing within things. Once you analyze that, I want you to consider yourself being the ultimate thinker. You are Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs didn't put one solder and iron to one piece of metal and had all these devices and was considered great. What happened to the actual gentleman who actually created the device? He was the thinker of something that needed to be done. I want you to imagine walking into an engineer's room with a stack of CDs and a CD player and going, put all of this inside a device. You left the room, he came back and said, here it is, it's called an eye touch. Mm. You got the credit because you wanted the idea. But that man who made that device, he's somewhere right now telling his grandkids, I'm the one who made that first thing. Mm. See, you have that thing right now where you just heard all of these stories, you heard what Justin told you. He literally saw what was missing. I need you to find what's missing and become that ultimate thinker. Let's go, fire, let's fire, go. Fire. All right, so what I would just say, man, my takeaway is my takeaway, you know what I'm saying, which is what I've been living by is, man, like stop thinking about ideas. Stop thinking about just a product and go all in on your dream. And I'm not just talking about just building some concept or building just a product. I'm talking about, think about, like Storm said, think about it as though you were like the next Steve Jobs and you wanna build something so powerful that you go out there and you get affiliates and you going all in. That's how a boy from the South Side of Chicago was able to go from nothing, no college education, not having anything to building a multi seven figure tech company so if I can do it you can do it the difference is I'm willing to sacrifice everything I have for this dream right here mm. I'm willing to go all in whether I lose it every single thing in my life it does not matter because I'm willing to risk it all mm. so I want you to also risk it all for your dreams and your purpose as well because nobody is coming to save you and what I will tell you is you got everything in you to succeed because you're living in one of the greatest times in history. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. Oh, y'all, look. Man, no better way to close that out, man. Justin Burns, CEO of Maestro, multi-seven-figure CEO, tech owner. Uh, if you want to connect with you, where can they find you? Yeah, yeah. CEO Justin Burns on Instagram. Or you could go to my website at maestro, M-I-E-S-T-R-O dot com. You heard? 
right, y'all. Listen, make sure you tap in. Path to Prosperity Conference. Make sure October 27th to the 29th, Justin will be in the building. Make sure you go to pathtoprosperityconference.com. Another powerful episode of the Path to Prosperity Podcast where we help you make, manage, and multiply multiply your money. money. Make sure you subscribe to us, pathtoprosperityshow.com. We'll see you next time every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And remember to do what? Always Always seek. Knowledge. Knowledge. Let's go. Peace. Peace. Peace.